There are some things in life that people charge for that I don't understand. Like you go to Disneyland and they charge like $8 for water and everything else. Uh-huh. And there's other things in life that are free that I would pay for. Twitter is the best thing. I, I love it. Connecting from all over the world sounds like a great idea, but instead we just use it for dumb jokes and like, you know, be rude to each other. Uh, Hall of Fame was this weekend. Peyton mm-hmm. Manning. Congratulations, Peyton Manning. Top, yes. Congrats, Manning. You'll never hear this, but uh, we love and appreciate you. We think you're great. Uh, top three quarterback of all time, I would argue. Uh, and Twitter's great because someone said uh, Peyton, again, being a me guy, where Eli's just out here being a great husband and even better role model, get the man a jacket. And so some might wonder, why is this man bringing Eli Manning into this? It's because Eli, being the lovable mm. guy he is from New Orleans, tweeted out, Peyton is not the only Manning to win an award today. Abby and I won the consolation bracket of the B League and mixed doubles tennis. This day just became even more special for the Manning family. Don't tell Peyton, though. I don't want to take anything away from his big day. I love him. I think yeah, they're man. great. He's the best. He's the Tom Brady stopper, two-time Super Bowl champ, and now the consolation bracket champ, or whatever he said. It's tennis. He tennis. did something. He's an athlete. No, but you know, that's a little brother looking out for his big brother. Like you weren't able to beat this guy, so I did it for you. Yeah. Did you did you watch the Hall of Fame? First off, Peyton had a great speech. Mm-hmm. Second, someone was very disrespectful. What they did is they had a little graphic when they showed Tom Brady mm-hmm. and it said, Tom, eleven and six 11 against and Peyton. Against like why Peyton. would you do that? <laughs> hey, you gotta give Peyton Manning his props. They never played each other in the Super Bowl, so Good thing, because that probably would have hurt Manny. Welcome to Our Factual Opinion, the sports podcast where your co-hosts, Zachary Nikolai and Tyler McGee, talk all things sports in which we give our factual opinion. Hall of Fame was awesome. We're going to talk a little more about that towards the end of the show. But Mr. McGee, man, basketball's winding up. There's still some news. They've been talking about Ben Simmons and Luca Mm -hmm. and all this other stuff. And Oh, basketball or football's picking up. Hard knocks start soon. So, of course, Cowboys are going to be talked about. Why, I don't know. But things are heating up, dude. Yeah, I mean, we got a lot of basketball. You know, free agency still going on. Apparently, Dennis Schroeder got offered like a $5.9 million one-year contract with the Celtics. Poor guy. Declined his bag not too long ago with the Lakers. And now is struggling in free agency. Last week, I said we were talking about Zach's favorite player of all time, Carson Wentz. But now let's talk about his other favorite player, his real favorite player, Luka Doncic. <laughs> so on our segment of Disputable, um, in this segment, Skip goes into talking about Luka Doncic. He's talking about how Shannon Sharp loves to call Luka Baby Bird. They go into talking about how he's, or Skip goes into talking about how he's nowhere close to Larry Bird, blah, 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 all that stuff. But it ends up going into Luca's huge contract extension for $207 million. Huge contract, my opinion, well-deserved. But Skip said, and I quote, don't tell me Luca's going to live up to the $207 million. Yeah, it's like Trey's going to live up to it. <laughs> Trey Young got the same deal, and it's like, he thought Trey was great because the Hawks took over the Sixers. And then he's over here trashing my boy, Luca. Like you can't beat a Clippers team, which is the same Clippers team that skip said was going to win the championship. So 
I don't know. Make up your mind, Skip. Do you think the Clippers are contenders or not? Like, I don't get it. Kawhi gets hurt, and all of a sudden you're like, Paul George is great. He He's now officially number one. Make up your mind, Skip. Luka is the best thing in basketball right now. Yeah. I would argue the best player, yeah, and I I could. I'd and, argue it, dude. Okay. Well, that's a whole different argument for another day, but honestly, I, I think – we all know who Skip is. This guy just seems like he's the same guy that didn't like LeBron. And that's what I think. It's like like LeBron, LeBron. he hated on forever. Mm -hmm. Luca is, I think Luca is equal to maybe even better than LeBron was at that age. He's definitely a better scorer. And so the thing is, if you look at it, they are two great talents and Skip just hates on it. Now, will Luca win a championship in Dallas? Tell you what, they won with the worst rosters. They have. They Got literally it. won a championship against LeBron with the worst roster. So I think if you go and you get Luka a number two. Worst roster is kind of a knock on Dirk Nowitzki over there. I think you need to – They Luka's won better they than were Dirk. old team. Dirk was old. Jason Kidd was old. Sean Marion was old. Tyson Chandler was they, – they had a decent roster. They No one thought they were winning the championship. They had a decent They roster. just caught fire at the right time. Yeah. But, you know, I, I think if you get Luca number two, right, like Kid and Dirk, that was a great combo. Mm -hmm. You go and you get Luca a number two. I don't see why they can't compete in the West. I'm not saying they'll be the number one seed, but I can see them being a top six seed. They could be probably even higher. It just depends. We'll see. I mean, I think Luca is going to take an even crazier to say. He's going to take a bigger jump this season, which we've already seen after a certain – he's just killing the league right now. But honestly, I, this is just – it's Skip Bayless. He – picks his players that he wants to meme on and troll on. LeBron, best player of our generation, arguably the best player in the NBA ever. And, yes. you know, he gets the clicks. He probably gets the tweets, or not the tweets, he gets the views from his tweets, trolling and memeing on LeBron James. And he knows LeBron is, I wouldn't say close, but he's soon to be on his way out of the league. He's reaching his last leg. And... Who's the next face of the league going to be? We all know it's probably going to be Luka Doncic. So might as well as get this trolling and clickbait stuff going early because that's what's going to get him views. And I love Skip. He's funny. He's just I, – I I love him, but I can't stand him. Half the stuff I see on Twitter, I'm like, dude, just stop tweeting. Everyone's always like, go to bed, old man, which is true sometimes. It's like, dude, come on now. He – he just loves to hate on certain players. He loves hating on Luca, LeBron. I know he's hating a lot on Giannis this past series, just because he's love. He loves Kevin Durant and all. You know, if it's not LeBron or Doncic, he's what else is he gonna talk about? Yeah, he likes guys that also take shots on Twitter. Uh, real quick, Team USA, great job in the Olympics. I thought uh, Luca was going to go out there and single-handedly carry his team. Looked like he hurt his wrist and he still dropped a triple-double. Uh, first player to drop a triple-double since 2012 LeBron. So uh, Team USA won. Congrats. I thought uh, at the end of this, Luca would come out. Yeah, I thought Luca was going to come out and be the undisputed number one player in the world after that. Uh, but that was disputed. I've, I've been wrong before. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that, that was a disputable statement, yes. So good for you. And then uh, this is semi-sports related. I think Skip and LeBron are going to retire at the same time. You think so? That's what's going to happen? I do. Yeah, I think Skip's Skip going to be out in about three years. With Fox, right? He had like a three or four year. 
Yeah, he signed like a five-year a while ago, like two years ago. So I think three years, LeBron's going to be out by like 2024, 2025. Skip's going to be out right behind him. So I think it's poetic in a way. Goats of their industries. (laughs) Yes, I I think it's very poetic. Uh, Enough about uh, our man getting his bag. Let's move on to a show on ESPN. Get up with our segment, Sit Down. Sometimes people get on their high horse, you know, and they're just like, Brady's going to win the Super Bowl every year. Now it's Mahomes is going to win the Super Bowl every year. It gets a little tiring sometimes. And so on Get Up, uh, it was stated that if the Chiefs don't win the AFC, they can see that the Titans would be the ones to dethrone them. Mm-hmm. The AFC is pretty good, Tyler. What do you yeah. think? I mean... Greeny has some, has had some interesting takes lately. I'm not like going to sit here and knock the Titans. I actually really like that Titans team. It's a team that I found myself rooting for just because, I don't know, Tannehill wasn't, you know, always seen as the best quarterback. He goes to the Titans and his QBR is through the roof and he's playing well. And you just got players like Derrick Henry, who's an absolute monster, 6'3", running back, 200-something pounds. It's just you find yourself cheering for these guys. But I just – I don't think – if there's a team that's going to do it, you would think it has to be the Bills, right? You can go with the Bills. You can go with the AFC North, and you could pick two, maybe three of those teams. Like, I could see you arguing the Ravens. I could yeah, see you arguing yeah, the so, Browns. Like, I think I'd have to go with the Bills. Josh Allen, dude just got – congratulations to him. We'll talk about that in a little bit. He just got his bag. Their team is looking solid. He's, I would assume, only going to go up. I think Josh Allen is a beast. He threw for – we'll talk about some more of that later but he just he's improved a lot in this last season I think he's only going to go up along with Stefan Diggs and their defense is looking good and they just look like a well-rounded team and you and I both said that we have them at I believe it was number three in the rankings going into the season so I feel like if a team is gonna gonna dethrone the Chiefs it have to be the Bills I don't. Yeah, think and also want to do it. Also, when we were going through the rankings, I didn't rank the Titans outside of the ten because I don't like Tannehill. Mm-hmm. I did it because they actually lost their offensive coordinator, mm-hmm. who made Tannehill look great. Yeah, and then in so he fed Derrick Henry, which it seems like a no brainer. Yeah, but sometimes people get cute. Yeah, sometimes people get cute and they're like, "Well, maybe if we do this and we use them as a decoy." No, use them. Yeah, You know, so I got to see how the new offensive coordinator comes in. I really think losing him hurts the Titans. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I can't see them coming out of there. I see them being a wild card team I uh, mean, behind the they, Colts. They can win their division. I think it, a lot of it depends on the, like, obviously it depends on Carson Wentz. I don't know. We don't know how long he'll be out. It was kind of just rough estimated. If he's out for a good amount of time, the Colts, they, they're going to use their – I forget who their backup QB is right now. Easton. Easton, there you go. We don't know how he's going to play. We obviously – we actually don't even know how Carson Wentz is going to play. Like, you and I were big believers in him, in him, but, like, that Titans offense isn't something to be messed around with either. They got Derrick Henry. They just added Julio Jones, A.J. Brown. Tannehill's looking pretty good. It'll be interesting. I think the Titans can win that division now with Carson Wentz possibly being out a little longer. But I don't think they'll dethrone – the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah, no. T- Titans are going to be good. Like mm-hmm. I said, I just hope they don't stray away from Derrick Henry and 
I hope that guy goes off for another two K right, season. Well, like we got some, we got some more talk on Derrick Henry later. Staying on ESPN, Ty, I want to throw another segment of sit down with you. Uh, as you mentioned, Bills quarterback Josh Allen went and got his bag six years, a little over two hundred and fifty million dollars. Mm-hmm. Dude, I'm so excited for him. He wasn't a big name in high school, wasn't a big name in college. He went and he fought through it and he was raw. He's just a big body, he loves the game and he went to a great fan base. You can tell Bills Mafia oh, loves yeah. him. Bill's he Mafia, fits with man. Bills Mafia. Too. Oh, dude, I love it. I'm ready to go buy a, a foldable table and jump on it for that guy. He's insane. But on uh, Get Up, they were talking about his contract and Good for him. Then they said he's only had one season better than Baker Mayfield. So they want to start uh, the slogan, the motto, pay Mayfield. Mm -hmm. What do you think about Baker getting an extension? Well, I would say this. They say Josh Allen had one better season than Baker Mayfield, but I feel like it was a significantly better season than Baker Mayfield. I mean, Josh Allen, here's the stats that I was going to throw out earlier, but I just said I figured I'd wait for this. After he, last season, he had 4,544 passing yards, 37 touchdowns. His, one, he had a, his QBR was 107.2. He's a quarterback who can sling the ball. His arm is amazing. We were just talking about how uh, it, was, it was Emmanuel Sanders, right? You said he's never seen a man throw oh, yeah. a ball like that before. The guy is a mobile quarterback. He's a big guy. He can get out of the pocket when needs to and scramble. Congrats to Josh Allen. Well-deserved on that contract extension. Baker Mayfield, though, I feel like is a different situation. It's kind of a tough situation because I think we could all we can sit here and we both agree that he's not necessarily the best quarterback out there. We can name quite a few quarterbacks that are better than Baker Mayfield. And obviously, he's still young. He's still got a lot of room for improvement. But he did lead that team to a playoffs last year and beat the Steelers, which I think was shocking to some not everyone but i just don't think we ever thought we'd see the day where the browns beat the steelers in the playoffs and yeah that game was something mm-hmm. yeah anyways do you pay baker is a tough situation i know what the browns can do is he still has like two more years left with the, the rookie contract and then they can franchise him but at the same time that's kind of a dangerous game that you want to play they were saying you never want to go companies never want to go back they never want to go back like the browns they don't want to go back to what they used to be because they've been historically probably one of the worst franchises of all time now do you pay him after leading them or do you want to wait a little longer because if you wait longer and he starts improving then he could even demand more money than possibly josh allen what do you think zach i don't know you know it's really interesting because i think josh allen makes sense because mm-hmm. if you look at the rest of their division, he's the best quarterback in that division. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Zach Wilson, obviously not. Uh, Cam Newton, yeah. I like the guy, not. Tua, no. There was talk about wanting to get rid of him for the mm-hmm. draft. So it's like, if you're the best quarterback in your division, it's easy to pay him because, you know, you win your division, guaranteed a playoff spot, yeah. and then you go for, through it from there. Super Bowl run, and it's not even maybe they're a good team. They can make that Super Bowl. Yeah. But you look at Baker, I mean, Big Ben a couple years ago, Baker's rookie year, Ben was better than him. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, Baker coming into his own, I think he is better than Big Ben. 
Lamar's the best quarterback in that division. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I, I don't know how else you're supposed to go around it. So it's like when you have someone else in your division that's better than your position player, why would I pay him over that guy? Yeah. I mean, I think a big difference is too, is they have this really well built, like super talented team around Baker Mayfield. I know a lot of people question is, is like, can, can any quarterback lead them? Or is it like, just, is this Baker Mayfield? How do I want to wear this? Like, like I said, yeah. Can any quarterback do or make a Super Bowl run with this Browns team and with the way they have it currently constructed or do they want to pay Baker? And I just, I see a lot of people saying that he doesn't deserve the money that Josh Allen just got. And quite frankly, I don't think he really deserves it yet either. It's just a matter of, do you want the safety almost of having that, that quarterback? You know what I mean? You want to name your guy. You don't want to wait too long and then risk him testing free agency, I guess. But I don't know. The, The way it goes is next man up is always the highest paid. That, that's just how it goes. Julio was highest paid, then DeAndre, then Devon. Like, it's just as guys go on, they become the highest yeah. paid. That's just how it goes. So for Baker, you know, he waited it out. He's here. He will be the highest paid if he gets his extension. Mm-hmm. I think what you're saying is basically, is he the X factor for this Browns team? Yeah. Or can someone else come in? Can they get a rookie, pay him nothing, mm-hmm. and him do just as well? And I think that is you know, a fair question. I love Baker. I think I he's a winner. I, I think he's a guy him. you rally around. Yeah. yeah. I'm not, I'm not trying to sit here and knock. Him. I'm just trying to bring up like the question, like, do you think so? And I agree. I think you, you do rally around him. It's just a matter of, will the Browns want to pay him that much money? Like the bills just paid Josh Allen. Yeah. They, they will pay him. I wouldn't pay him. They would pay him though, because the second the NFL started, so this era, this modern era, mm-hmm. since you know the AFL and the NFL combined, the Cal or the Browns went and won like nine championships with Otto Graham. They mm-hmm. were a great franchise. And then all of a sudden, both leagues combine and the Browns are just the worst thing ever. Yeah. So I think they have that on their shoulder where they're just like, like you said, we don't want to go back. And so with Baker. They got out of that 0 and 16, yeah. you know, 1 and 15, 2 and 14. I heard a stat like, too. They were saying that Baker Mayfield is the first player to start all games with the Browns in like 20 years since their last yeah. playoff win, which they've had like 33 different starters in the last 20 years, which that's insane. That's an insane stat. Yeah. It's, they'll pay him because they feel like he's their like Messiah almost. Like he's just coming to save that franchise. So they'll pay him. I don't think you should, but hey, good for you, Baker. Horns Mm -hmm. down. All right. So we'll move on to our next segment over onto Nick isn't always right. So today, Chris Broussard was talking about how the 49ers have a great team. Now they're talking about they're going to run on and move on with your boy, Jimmy G until he's basically injured his day his play declines and then they're going to go on and move on to trey lance and they'll be a better team what do you think about that zach so when chris was talking this is what sucks you know in life you sit there and you're growing up and you think i'm gonna 
either right after high school, I'm going to go get a good job. I'm going to do this and this, or I'm going to go to college. Once I'm done with college, I'll make so many connections. I'm going to go and I'm going to have my six digit job. It's going to be great. And then life Life happens and you go, yeah, then you go and you're like, oh man, this college thing's a little tough. (laughs) Oh man, I just graduated. What am I going to do? You know, you have so many things in your head where you're like, this is how I'll do it. The plan's going well. And then you actually go and execute it and you go, it's not happening. Mm-hmm. The NFL, everybody wishes they could have an Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. You wish you can have a great quarterback, draft a great quarterback, and hold him for two years behind your quarterback. And so he learns and he's ready and he's mature. And then you play him and he stays with you for at well, Rodgers was there for 17 years, played for 15. Like that's what you want. And then you want to go have a number one overall pick with Alex Smith, have him for a couple of years, draft Patrick Mahomes, let him sit. Like, that sounds nice. It's pretty, you know. It's, oh, it all sounds so simple and so easy. It's Goldilocks, you know. Every My porridge is just do. right. Yeah, no, that, that's not how it works. There's a reason that guys are thrown into the fire. You know, there's a reason Peyton Manning right away had to start. There's a reason Andrew Luck. Baker Mayfield, Jamarcus Russell. Like, why didn't the Raiders just sit Jamarcus Russell for a year? You can't. You don't. You draft these guys to come in and play. And so when you have a guy like Jimmy Garoppolo, okay, I like him. I think he's a winner. Kyle Shanahan actually has a losing record without him. Mm -hmm. I love the Shanahans. I love Kyle. I love his dad. I don't think he is on as long of a leash as people think. You right. blow a Super Bowl as a coordinator, come to the Niners, you blow that Super uh, Super Bowl as well. I don't know how much of it was him or how much of it, it was him going, I don't really trust Jimmy G. They got a guy over there who can score at any point. I don't want to yeah. give Jimmy that chance. Like, it seems like they basically just took that need to end that first half. And they were like, no, 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 we're, we're happy with this lead. Mm-hmm. And don't forget that Niner team was beating that Chiefs team. They were they had yeah. a double digit lead. Yeah, they had a double digit lead going into the fourth. Great team. Great team. Yeah. It's just when you go and you draft a guy who everyone's saying, oh, generational talent. You have guys in camp saying, oh, this guy's going to be great. He's all this, his arm, his legs. You see the passes. Oh, it's great. How do you not start him? You know, guys are able to see who was great in training camp. And if guys start to get restless, you split the locker room. And I heard Jimmy G talk and he was like, you know, Kyle's a revolutionary guy. He's done some crazy stuff before. I could see him doing a two quarterback system. Don't you don't know. want that, Jimmy. Yeah. The Niners don't want that. Jimmy Garoppolo, you deserve more than a two quarterback system. You are a winner. You are a proven winner. And if you, you shouldn't stay as a backup in San Francisco, I hope they trade you. I hope you go somewhere where you're able to compete. Mm-hmm. Or if you're in San Fran, start because so you're a winner. If this is a little off topic here, where where would you like to see him tra- get traded if he ends up being the backup to Trey Lance? There oh, any- I'd love to see him in New England. Or yeah. this is what would be great. Let's say, England. yeah, go back to New England. But hear me out with this one. Mm. Let, let's say Chris Broussard's fantasy plays out, right? I, I don't think it should. I think Trey should start right away. That's why you drafted him, you know, get rid of Jimmy but they, they will start try eventually. Uh, let's say Chris is right. You know, Jimmy starts the year. They do it. He completes it. Trey goes and starts next year. Baker doesn't get a contract extension. Do you think he goes to the Browns possibly? I, I think him in Cleveland running the ball heavily, heavy play action, 
talented tight ends and wide receivers. Good defense. Jimmy G in Cleveland, he's their savior. That would be fun. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I'm not the biggest Jimmy G guy. I know you talk about how he's a winner, and I don't know. I think you're. I think they honestly should just go straight into starting with Trey Lance. Correct. I feel like, like you said, it'll save some confusion. It'll save some splitting of the locker room, and you drafted him for a reason. You, I feel like it's just the clock's ticking. We know he's gonna play soon, and we know Jimmy G is no longer gonna be their starter. It's just a matter of when. And I feel like it should just go straight into it. Jimmy G on the Browns over Baker Mayfield? I don't know. I'm not a hundred percent. I don't think I'm a hundred percent sold. Or even close to 100. I think that would be fun. Uh, I mean, I I don't think it would be the biggest difference if I'm being completely honest. But you don't think Jimmy's an upgrade over Baker? I mean, not really. I don't think he's like the biggest upgrade. But Jimmy gets you another one or two games, which is what you need in that division. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. I wouldn't be sold on the idea. I just think it'd be weird to go from Baker to Jimmy. I, I don't think it's any big upgrade or anything i feel like it feels kind of neutral i don't know a guy who's played behind the best quarterback of all time he's played with the best coach of all time he went to a super bowl with one of the greatest offensive minds of all time like Uh, i i I think uh, i'm sold on jimmy i I like him i don't think he's as talented as other guys you know i think he has an above average arm obviously he's not as mobile which is good because you don't want him to go out there and die <laughs> i'm taking him. we'll see it'll be interesting it'll be interesting i'm a jimmy guy with that 49ers team what's gonna happen you're a jimmy guy i'm not the biggest jimmy guy but yeah but but i will tell you this though tyler jimmy garoppolo is not a hall of famer and after this weekend i actually want to talk to you about some stuff uh, shameless plug. If you guys do not know, I have another podcast. It's called Hall of Snubs. Uh, we are going into football season. Thank you, sir. Uh, we're going into football season. I'll be talking about some uh, all-time favorites who are not in the Hall of Fame that deserve to be. Uh, if you want to go listen to that, you can listen to it wherever you stream podcast. Uh, it's all about baseball, uh, the past mm-hmm. nine episodes. So give that a listen. Uh, Jimmy G, not a Hall of Famer, uh, not in anyone's wildest imagination. We got to see greats like Charles Woodson, Calvin Johnson, Peyton Manning, we Troy Polamalu. We got to see all these guys talk. And I remember watching half of them and thinking they were the best thing ever. Mm-hmm. We are so fortunate now because people are getting better offensively. I think it is a different game we're seeing. The rules are shifted towards offense. You're able to see more explosive plays, better quarterback play. It's really exciting. So I thought in honor of Hall of Fame weekend, we just saw the Hall of Fame game uh, last Thursday. Tyler McGee, Mm -hmm. who in the NFL is your dark horse to be an NFL Hall of Famer and be in Canton? So Tom Brady, we already know. Frank Gore, we already know. Aaron Rodgers. Uh, Adrian Peterson, we already know those guys are going to be him. Who is one guy on your mind where you're like, you know what? I I could see it. And people may not see it right now or they may disagree with you, but they're going to be him. I feel like like my pick isn't necessarily a controversy. I think a lot of people might agree with me. I mean, he has to have a few more good seasons like this, but I'm going to have to go with Derrick Henry. Talked about him earlier. Dude is a B6'3", 238-pound monster. His seasons have only progressed. I mean, we'll see. This is gonna he's gonna have a tough time over beating this last season. So 2016, he joined the league. 
not too many yards. I think it was like 409 rushing yards. And the next season was two, uh, 700 something yards. 2018, he takes the form that everyone thought he could after leaving what Alabama. 2018, 1,059 rushing yards, 12 touchdowns, and his longest touchdown was that amazing 99-yard touchdown. Go on to 2019. He progresses. 1,540 yards, rushing yards, 16 touchdowns, 74-yard touchdown. That's his longest run. 2020, he had about damn near one of the best rushing seasons that we've seen in a long time. Dude had 2,027 rushing yards. That's just insane to me. 17 touchdowns, and then his longest uh, run was a 94-yard touchdown. Now, I don't, I don't think he's a lock yet. I mean, we have to see him keep going. we got to see some longevity. You know, the running back position, a lot of times you tend to see players just drop off. We saw Todd Gurley, uh, Devontae Freeman hasn't lasted long. Zeke, we're hoping to see a bounce-back season from him, but he doesn't look like he's as good as maybe we thought he would be. You know what I mean? So... We'll see that running back position is tough. You know, you got to hit, bounce off a bunch of bodies and keep going and then sustain injuries. But this man just seems like he's just built different. And I feel like he continues. That's a Hall of Fame type season or Hall of Fame type career that we're going to see from him. He's led the league in rushing the past two years. Mm -hmm. He just had that 2000 yard rushing season. If he leads the league in rushing this year, and dare I say it's another 2,000-yard rushing season. I think it's a lock. Yeah. The only knock I would say you have against him is he's not really a pass catcher like some of these, you know, Christian McCaffrey's, Dalvin Cook-type players that are currently in the league. But, man, if this guy can freaking get another 2,000 rushing yard season or, you know, even another 1,500-yard season, I just think that's crazy. You know, he gets – He stays healthy. He's touchdowns, stays healthy. I dude, can you imagine just seeing him running at you? What are you gonna do, dude? Is huge, no. scary. Open field, I wouldn't want to see him. <laughs> if he were him. running at me full speed, the pearly gates would start to open in my eyes. I would see the, the light, light flash before your eyes. I I would start from birth to that very moment. <laughs> it would just be a quick flash. I'd be on the floor and pronounced dead on the scene. No, I, I think Derrick Henry. Right now, no. You give him one more season of solid play, and then, you know, the next two or three, he continues with having over a 1,000-yard mm-hmm. rushing seasons. It's going to be easier, obviously, because there are 17 games now instead of 16, yeah. so I don't think that's absurd to say. I, I could see him having some fun. Mm-hmm. I I would have to go for my picks, so don't, don't judge me. I already see the look in your eye. Uh, in high school, I was a quarterback. Uh not very athletic at all, but I also was a holder for field goals. And so my best friend, one of my best friends in high school was a kicker, Mm -hmm. did kickoffs, did punts, did field goals. And he was ripped. He once blew up a guy on kickoff and it. He was like, he was one (laughs) of the top five biggest guys on our team. Kickers knocking people out. Oh, for the brand, baby, Pat McAfee. I love Pat McAfee. I love kickers. I respect them. Like, I think it's great. Mm -hmm. So, I think Justin Tucker should be in the Hall of Fame. Justin I Tucker. Dude, Justin Tucker. Love him on my fantasy team. Number nine for the Ravens. Never missed a game. Always healthy. So it's like, what more do you want? Has won a Super Bowl. Four-time Pro Bowl. Four-time All-Pro. He was on the All-2010s team. 
So I think that has to say something. Obviously, it doesn't mean anything because people don't think that Tory Holt should be in the Hall of Fame, but that's a different argument. Dude is automatic from 29 yards in. He's only missed three from between the 30 and 39. Dude, he's basically a 91% overall kicker. Damn. You throw that's, him anywhere. That's hard because honestly, you sometimes it feels like how valuable the kicker position is sometimes it just feels undervalued and underappreciated yeah because there's a lot of pressure on these kickers sometimes you know the game winning plays a lot of time just lies on the back of the kicker and oh. if you can have a knockdown kicker like that you're gonna win a lot of Dude, games he, he was a hundred percent from extra point for his entire career until they went and made the change from the two yard line to the 15. then mm -hmm. when they did that that first year which is a big difference he missed one extra point kick, which wow. dropped him down to 97.3%. Oh, no. And then, stay with me now, that season after, he missed the most extra point attempts of his career, two of them. Wow. Uh, and they were both uh, both career highs. So he had 59 attempts. That means there was 59 touchdowns scored for his team, and he made 57. So he's at 97% again. Oh, no. And then the year after that, he went and he was 98%. So it's like, yeah. He's automatic anywhere. He's pretty much a guarantee with points. I just think you don't hear enough about kickers. So yeah. I thought uh, give some kickers some love for the brand. Pat McAfee, if you, for some reason, listen to this, uh, you're great. And I think uh, what you're doing for kickers, it's like, important. I like the Justin Tucker pig, you know, won a Super Bowl with Hall of Famer Joe Flacco. <laughs> yeah, oh God. <laughs> Who people are saying might be the starter in Philly. We're not even going to talk about that, but yeah. Your pick, Justin Tucker. Yeah, Justin Tucker should be there. Uh, if you want a real pick, I'd say Matty Ice. Matty Ice. Matt Ryan. Yeah, Matty Ice, Falcons. I think he's pretty good. I think uh, MVP. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, offensive rookie in the year, MVP. He was an all pro four-time pro bowler. I mean, I, I think he is efficient. It's just the poor guy had one of the best quarterbacks of all time in his division, Drew Brees. Mm. And so it's like, that does overshadow you. And then you go and you have the young gun and Cam Newton come up and he explodes on the scene. Like, you know, it, it's that loss. It's unfortunate. A big knock. I mean, he might have a yes. better argument, but losing after losing, blowing a 28 to three lead, Poor Atlanta fans. Yeah. And then they just, I feel like they haven't recovered since they lost their offensive coordinator or. Yeah. Yeah. Went and lost Kyle Shanahan, but I think, I think Matty Ice, you know, he's a 65% completion percentage. Uh, he has thrown for almost 56,000 yards. He's at 347 touchdowns, you know, 158 picks. So that's what a two to one touchdown ratio almost. Yeah. Like. About. Yeah. So, I mean, he's solid. He's done it his entire career. He's what I like about him is that he's consistent. You know, you never have like, Oh, this was a down year for Matty ice. Like his down year is when he threw like almost 3000 yards. And that was like his second year after that, he's know. been consistent from four to 5,000 yards. Like I would say, like you said, he's a solid player. I don't think solid is going to get you in the hall of fame, especially not with the Super Bowl win. I mean, yeah, he has his MVP season, which he was absolute fire that season. He looked great, but I don't think it'll get him into the Hall of Fame. So then you're the same guy that doesn't think uh, Philip Rivers should be in the Hall of Fame. I think Philip Rivers' numbers are entirely different and way better than Matty Ice. He He's higher up. I don't have the stats with me right now, obviously, but I feel like overall, 
Philip Rivers was a better QB than Matty Ice. He's thrown for more passing yards, thrown for more touchdowns. I mean, obviously, he's retired now, but there's rumors of him coming back to the Colts. Who knows? But I, I feel like overall, I think most people would take Philip Rivers over Matty Ice. I would argue that Matt Ryan did more with less and Philip Rivers did less with more. Like, how do you not get to a Super Bowl with Antonio, uh, Antonio Gates, Damian Tomlinson? Vincent Jackson was a baller. I don't want anyone to say differently. Darren Sproles, one of the best small men ever. Like, I mean, as good as Philip Rivers was, we're talking about players like quarterbacks in the league that he's played with. Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, you know, Drew Brees, Peyton Manning, Eli Manning, whatever. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. I just, I, I would pick Phillip Rivers over Matt Ryan all day, every day. No, I got to go with Matty. That will conclude this episode of Our Factual Opinion. Be sure to listen to us on Spotify, Apple Music, and YouTube, wherever you stream podcasts. Be sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Our Factual Opinion. On Wednesdays and Fridays, we'll see you next time from your co-host, Zachary Nikolai and Tyler McGee.